1: Don't forget to head on over to our website at shamelesssex.com for more. And for 15% off of some of our favorite sex toys, use coupon code SHAMELESSPP in all caps at purepleasureshop.com. Hello, everyone. Hey, everybody. We are so happy to be here. Yeah, on this lovely Thursday afternoon. Uh, Or maybe not Thursday for y'all, but it's Thursday for us. It's a
0: day. It's a beautiful day in September. Um, So... Chip. We've been at it for like, what, a couple hours now editing our online video series. that's going to be coming out hopefully soon. It's pretty exciting. Yeah, we're hoping uh,
1: for an early October launch. If you're listening to this in 2020, then this is 2018. <laughs> you can still get it though because it's on the interweb. It's on the interweb. So um, stay tuned on our website. If you're on our newsletter database and you haven't signed up, you can sign up for our newsletter on our website. But we will be sending out information, of course, talking about it on the air uh, when it is available. And the first launch is going to be, so it's a four-week online video ser- series. It means you could take it from anywhere in the world
0: and there's actually direct interaction with us. We do group calls. It's really informative. There's great tools. Mm-hmm. And it's just like a more in-depth, solid breakdown to um, empowering yourself. And it is for the female-bodied folks, female-identified yes. folks, this first round. Yes. Uh, so we will have more offerings, though, in the future. So stay tuned. Stay tuned. Uh, what are we drinking right now? Margins. Margins. Mar- margins.
1: It's a nice day today and don't we're not we're it's like I mean it's what, four o'clock, five o'clock now? I took a little
0: nap before you came over. Yeah. And Uh, You're
1: much more energized now that you had some wine.
0: (laughs) I know. That's sad. (laughs)
1: When we were recording the video or editing the video, she was like half falling
0: asleep. I know that she had some wine. She's like, Chip, you better get it together. I was like, I got it. I just got to get some more wine. I'm tired. So if you haven't and you're listening to this and you haven't drank or sampled Margins Wine, check out um, the website's marginswine.com. And even if you just want to try one bottle, go for it. But if you order three or more bottles and use the coupon code SHAMELESSSEX10, at checkout, you'll get 10% off. And then if you order six or more bottles and you use the code Sex 15 you'll get 15% off. And remember, we've talked about this before, but if this is this your first time hearing us talk about Margin's Wine, the winemaker, it's raw wine, basically. So what she does is she takes underrepresented varietals of grapes that are typically um, less common. And um, from un. Um, oh unprocessed no it is on process uh it's
1: as organic as it gets it's It's organic
0: as it gets but from underrepresented regions that's ah, what i was looking for i was like that's she needs you need more wine (laughs) problem
1: you're starting so
0: you get really interesting varietals like um Chenin blanc which is what we're drinking right now and it's almost looks unfiltered but it is yummy 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 and you don't get a hangover because there's At least I don't, uh, and Amy hasn't, because there's no garbage in there to make you feel a poopy. It's delicious, and and definitely represent and
1: support your uh, women-owned and operated businesses as well as organic, Um, and especially uh, this kind of organic that's actually real organic versus the bullshit organic labeling that they put on a lot of other one.
0: Right. And and speaking of women-owned businesses, what's happening with Pure Pleasure for the month? Pure Pleasure. What kind of specials? We
1: got all kinds of specials. This month is a special on kinky items. So anything in... That's the kink September. Section. September. Yeah, this month of September. So anything is in the kink section, um, we are doing 20% off at Pure Pleasure. So if you go online to purepleasureshop.com and you click, I think it's called um, fetish and bondage pleasures or something like that, but it kink, whatever, one of those words on the Pure Pleasure website. Um, and anything that you get in that section, you get twenty percent off if you lo- use coupon code KINKYPP in all caps online. Um, and our listeners always get fifteen percent off uh, of all items at Pure Pleasure. Um, just use coupon code ShamelessPP at PurePleasureShop.com. Go get
0: yourself a ball gag.
1: Go get your thing, and that's go get yourself b- a little flogger. Another women-owned and operated business, yeah, or. Um, Let's see, what we talked about bondage tape and the under the bed restraints. You said you needed a new
0: one. I need one because it doesn't fit the bed. Yeah. And, and uh, I will use it. I, I mean I had that one under the bed, but it was uncomfortable because it really uh um crossed me out. <laughs> like I look like a giant X starfish. You, yeah, you're also you're cute and small. You, oh, you mean, think you're I'm, short? You think I'm, you think I'm small <laughs> and cute? How tall are you? Five five and a half.
1: She's really five four.
0: She's, <laughs> mine. she's one of those no, people I'm that not. She's
1: taller than she is. I'm five
0: five. Mm-hmm. So the doctor she had.
1: Mm-hmm. So, well, oh, I have an announcement. Oh, you do? Well, we had the everyone
0: apply for the intern position, not everyone, oh, but we, we yeah. talked about the intern position and we got so much feedback. I know, and lovely lovely amazing humans reached out to us with really great things we're still getting emails i know and thank you for everyone that's reached out we did fill the position yeah and uh the human that we filled the position with is
1: awesome we have two though oh yeah but the other one is on vacation but they will be helping us too so we just want to thank everyone for applying and um we uh, are keeping
0: a little file though of those folks so if we ever need more help or we open this up again or maybe one of the interns doesn't have enough time for us um we will reach out so thank you we have your information file good Good call amy we will reach out again um okay so i think what
1: other announcements do we have we have another sponsor coming on soon oh, too we do soon um which, omgs which we'll be talking about very soon and we'll just leave it at that before we get do like a full-on telling you all what it is but go look up omgs.com which if you're is o-m-g in learning
0: more. and then yes, yes. OMGS.com. Uh-huh. Yes.
1: yeah and, and then you know what we're talking
0: about yes and also i would like to make one more announcement well depending on when this episode airs is it going to air next week next week so if you are listening to this episode um and you live in new york city or um outskirts come and see amy and i we are at the sex expo it's at the brooklyn um it's at the what is it the brooklyn convention center i think it's called
1: Uh, i'm not it is it's called the brooklyn
0: convention center Obviously in Brooklyn, Amy and I will have a booth. Um, the show is completely free. There's exhibits from a lot of different manufacturers. There's mm-hmm. actually workshops. There's free free goodie bags. There's free goodie bags for people. Uh, I think they had five thousand people show up last year. Wow. Uh, it's pretty awesome. I'm emceeing. Amy's going to be there. I'm going to be there. Hot Octopus will have a booth. Uberlube will be handing out some free Uberlube to people. So come in, say hi to us. We're going to be recording a live podcast. It is September 22nd, 23rd at the Brooklyn Convention Center. I uh, don't know the address, but you can Google it.
1: I don't either, but it definitely says the Brooklyn Convention Center. Oh, good. See? Si. I'm excited. We'll be in New York. New York. Um, okay, everyone, today's episode is. Menage Antoine, s'il vous plaît.
0: Menage Antoine. Ce soir. Do you know what that means? Um, I want to sleep with you tonight. Will you sleep with me tonight? Uh, same, same. Voulez-vous means will you. Oh. And ménage-toi. Threesome? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> ménage-toi. Uh-huh. Not the wine brand that is not nearly
1: as good as margins. Right. Um, not even in the same ballpark. Paper wouldn't be caught drinking that wine. Nah. Um, so, yes, Threesomes. Is our topic for the day, um, and so we're going, to, and it's just April, and we don't have a guest speaker, so it's going to be us talking about our threesome adventures some maybe. So it's it's more than two some we'll call it. Yes. Yeah, more than two some
0: And I think that both of us have unique stories and also we'll give you some tips for mm. kind of how to navigate through a threesome land. A lot of
1: people just think you just drop in there. Okay, we'll get in there in a minute. Yeah. But like it isn't something that I mean, yes, you can have a spontaneous threesome that you just jump into. Sometimes it happens that way. Yeah, and that can be super sexy and Honestly, there's so much protocol or or things that you can do to make it even easier along the way. So we'll get in there in a second, but we all have a sex question about threesomes. Yes. Should we do... April, what do you want? Sex question first or sex question
0: after? I think we should do it first. All right. That'll kind of be a nice segue into our episode. Okay.
1: Well then, everyone. Uh, So, yes. Please continue to send us sex questions. What we are doing now is we are actually selecting sex questions based on the podcast. It might not even match up with the topic, but we are not answering every sex question. We want you to send us your sex questions and we are trying to um, respond to you to refer people to different episodes on our podcast that might match your sex question, um, but none of that is guaranteed. Um, so we would try to answer them if they seem extra interesting and spicy. If we've already answered something before, we're not going to answer a it similar again, question. Yeah. So. And
0: you know, there's the Juicebox app on iTunes uh-huh. that you can download and that gives you access to sex therapists, educators, and people that can answer your question uh, on demand, so check that out. I think we have a good special too. You get five your first five days
1: for free oh, on boom. juicebox See? if you use code Shameless in all caps, and it's you can work with different sex coaches and therapists. Like April said, it's all anonymous. It's all chat. It's with you get answers within twenty four hours. So if you have a burning question, I highly suggest it. I'm a coach on there, although I don't think I'm. You can still try to get me but I think I'm pretty full on clients but it was
0: initially supposed to be Amy and I but I was like I don't think that I really can offer what Amy does Amy's a pro
1: yeah, you also don't have time. I don't. <laughs> I really don't. Yeah, like if it's part of my morning process, I wake up in the morning Like like one of the first things I do is I go on Juicebox and work with the clients, which I love. I love my clients.
0: If you're listening, you're all awesome. I love you too. Even though I haven't had any contact with you, I just adore you. April is just a love machine. I just am a love machine. And
1: she won't work for her, nobody but you.
0: <laughs> <laughs> so what's the sex question about?
1: Okay. Threesomes. So. My husband and I have amazing sex all the time, but he wants to broaden my horizon and have a more interesting sex life. We are in no rush, but have been talking about having a threesome with another female. The issue is that we live in a small town with no clubs and bars and do not want to find someone that lives locally. This town loves to gossip. So I'm reaching out to find a way to meet a girl to enjoy sex with. How do I approach them? Also, what's it? How. Uh, Is it a good idea for me to be intimate with a woman without my husband so that I can learn to please a woman before having a threesome? So we have a couple questions there.
0: Right. Um, so let's start with the juicy first bit because okay. it was kind of like how to do that, navigate and I find don't really approach. Yeah. Well, I would say you're in a great time period in the world because we have access to this amazing technology computer system. Uh, I would suggest maybe going out of town, do a little date situation. Uh perhaps you can put out a massage on a couple apps. What Not are the a massage,
1: best? A message. Yeah,
0: a message. I'm sorry. <laughs> I right was getting menage, French, you know, menage. the menage French. Uh, what's the, I, I actually personally don't know offhand what are some good sites to use to access threesomes. Do you know of any? So I like know. Like dating
1: sites? I know people actually are, that are using the regular. Like Bumble? Yes, things like that. People, not Bumble. Well, maybe they're using Bumble, but I know people are using Tinder to find threesomes. And, And they're going on there. They're setting up a profile. I suggest if you're in a heterosexual relationship that it is... Well, you could both do it individually. I mean, why not? Two birds, one stone, perhaps. Um... And that's true. And so, you know, your husband would set up a profile looking for women, and you would set up a profile also looking for women. Um, and you would specify in your profile that you're partnered with um, a, a man, a human. Yeah. And you're, that you're looking for a third party so that people know that that's why you're there. And you should probably include a photo of your partner too.
0: Y- yeah. Yes. You and your partner. Yeah. And you should probably kind of um, express if you're looking for. What type of human, if it's a male bodied individual, a female bodied individual, I'm assuming you have to do that, right?
1: Yes. Um,
0: yeah. Unless it, you just, unless you don't care.
1: The dating apps do ask, do, do require you to put that on there.
0: Do they uh, have, do you, uh, to be gender specific on there? Um,
1: for who you, you're looking for? Yeah. I'm pretty sure you do. Okay. I'm pretty,
0: well, and maybe there's, so there's
1: other options there. I actually just learned about some sites that are more geared towards queer folks that are not what I originally thought that, or that, because I know that I, I do know some people. That are using Tinder to date people of um, that are not uh, Man, uh, not they're not hetero. heterosexual folks, yeah. um, but I think that it's more mainstream that there's other avenues that feel. What about better? the Ashley
0: Madison? That's for cheating on your spouse. Yeah,
1: that's oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs>
0: that's to have a
1: full-on affair. And then Craigslist
0: which- is out because you can't do that anymore, right? You can't like seek people on craigslist because of the the foster I, laws um
1: I, let's go look at it right now i, I don't want to suggest that if it. it's not true
0: no I can, it's casual encounters right is that what it was casual encounters yes yeah. i saw you yesterday at the laundromat yeah. both in those towels they were pink yeah you look they, nice uh, <laughs> you had a pink hair casual do?
1: encounters action let me see if i can still find it, if it's still because yeah is that part of the thing that got taken down i think it
0: is honestly i can't remember yeah, I think
1: you're right Oh, that scared me! The door just slammed. Um, the wind. Uh, yeah. So I guess they don't have it anymore. It's so gone. Craigslist isn't out, but so but okay. So I was gonna sit talk about these other things that I um oh that yeah. I heard. So um, one thing that was recommended to me for and this is up for queer folks and this is like off topic, but I just want to put that out there because I just learned that um, is a dating app called Her H E R. Um, that I assume is just for queer female identified. Yeah, queer women. Um, and then there's also an Instagram account that's called Personals. It's like all lowercase and it's the lower, what is it, the lowercase dash, the word Personals and the lowercase. underscore. Underscore. Underscore is a word um, that allows people to write uh, old school, like old school style personal ads about yourself and then include your oh, Instagram handle and then people can get to know each other. That's so, kind of cool. Yeah, I had no that. idea. I had no yeah. idea. Personals. Okay, but I think so. Trying out dating apps like April's saying is is a really good good option, um, and in but the thing is it, for this person so uh, that they don't want people in their hometown to know.
0: So maybe pick a town that's, or a city that's closest and kind of register yourself over there. And So the apps don't work that way. Oh, they the, way the way that
1: they work is that it, it registers, it follows your location, and you say how far you you want it to, like, so I'm, I'm looking for someone within 50 miles. So what you would have hmm. to do is, if you don't want it in your town, it's when you're not in your town that you're actually using the app. So
0: they need to plan date weekends yeah. on a regular... Or even if your
1: little to small town is like you know 20 miles from the larger town, you happen to go to the larger town like a couple of days a week to actually buy groceries and things because your small town you're saying doesn't even have bars. This place is tiny, yeah. Where that's do you true. live? <laughs>
0: There's so, probably I'm not so a lot of access to yeah. restaurants or bars or clubs, so yeah, so yeah you go, go use the
1: app you, when you go leave town. Um, go use it there and uh, put it on a lower radius so that it doesn't actually access people in your town and start having some conversations. That could kind of
0: be a fun little weekend getaway. Sounds super sexy. Yeah, sexy with with your partner and who knows what will happen and have no expectations and if it doesn't happen, you can still have sexy fun time with your partner on the weekend getaway.
1: And then, yeah, I think what April said too is doing getaways to go just get out of town and go places and then trying to meet people in person and that's, That's that's like a tricky one is to meet people like to find that perfect third person in, in, you know, in a bar or in a nightclub. And, um, you know, it's, It's doable it's totally doable and it's really doable if you're if their places already have like a sexy theme Mm. so i would i would look for that like events that have more of a sexy theme Um, times around valentine's day there's a lot of those sexy themes but if you're you know places in san francisco there's all kinds of spots that have like sexy theme events and then when you're there then that's kind of like the general not general parties are a great way Oh, I know you got some ass at a pool party. I know.
0: Well, we'll talk about that coming up here. Yeah. Uh, That's because people are drinking and Mm. kind of liquid courage comes into play. And obviously you're in the sun, you're in a bikini, swim shorts, speedo, whatever you're wearing. And so those kind of feelings, emotions can run really
1: high. Um, And the other questions that this person asked, so how do you approach them? And I think well, the dating apps kind of take care of it because you're already being honest in your profile about what you're looking for. So in person, you see someone. You're you know you're with your husband. You're having some cocktails at the bar, and you're looking around. You're making eye contact with people, and you see you're literally like looking at people, and you're both looking with these women Profiling in the them. eyes. Yeah, your profile, but okay. you're not not like up and down. But you're looking them in the eyes and letting them know I'm checking you out. So I think that's the first thing is like really both together let them know. Or this is the other thing. Um, we live in a society that likes to, um, deem men as being creepy for checking women out and sometimes they, that is a true thing. Um, but it's also can be a lot safer for, Uh, women to check other women out without the creepy vibe Mm -hmm. so maybe Mm -hmm. it's it's you that does the scouting and the approaching and you know makes the eyes and then goes up to the person that you see that you think is attractive you know maybe asking them if you and your husband can buy them a drink and if they'd like to sit down and chat with you for a little while
0: and and flirt and a simple compliment like we've talked about before what would you like to hear as a listener of this podcast, asking this question, what would you like to hear if if you were in the situation and someone was approaching you, uh, what would be the most appealing words or compliments or ways to sort of engage you? Uh, And you want someone that's on your flow on your level and don't get too wasted where where you, uh, you know, are kind of uh, out of sorts and not going to be able to connect with someone kind of have a few drinks to loosen up. But and if you don't drink, then, you know, just sip some club soda and move on over. Uh, I would and like start with a compliment, ask to buy them drinks. That's always good. Um, and from there you're going to have to kind of vibe the energy. It could take a lot of time. You can't rush those things. Yeah. If it's like a random occurrence and not something that's prearranged, that could take some time. Uh, I know for me it was an all-day thing. Oh, when you <laughs> yeah. yeah, and it was actually courting, unexpected. You mean the courting phase or the the three, courting yeah, phase? The courting. the courting phase. Yeah, it really is. It really because is, you really you look, don't know how sometimes that's that's going to happen. You really look at it as courting.
1: You're really like courting someone, and and I think you just treat like you're, like flirt with them and mm-hmm. let them know that well, you don't have to say like, hey, we're interested in fucking you, no. but you can just flirt with them and you both compliment both of you tell them that they're you are sexy or beautiful or gorgeous or have you been you know, courted?
0: By other couples before?
1: Totally, of me course. Too. Oh my I, God.
0: I like uh, many times. Yeah, uh, and it's funny because it almost—I never really realize it's happening until I'm almost so far deep into the to the kind of the attraction and the the drinks and the stories. And then I'm like, wait a second. Oh wait, I think they just dropped like three different hints that they want me to go back up to their room shitter <laughs> <laughs> well at least uh, you got some drinks yeah there you go i'm flattered yeah and yeah have fun tonight I, yeah <laughs> totally yeah it, it sounds like a really fun expedition actually oh i did have, oh i what, have a great story about i have two stories to share now about
1: oh for later for the, for
0: the podcast okay, later. For later. i just remembered the other one where i got courted and then yeah
1: okay save that in your little I arsenal will. i'm really excited okay to share so that. how do we approach them got that okay also is it a good idea for me to be intimate with the lady so
0: um, to have practice with a lady before you have a threesome. Um, I don't mm. think so. I don't think it's necessary. I think go with the flow. Unless you're totally uncomfortable with being with a woman. And I still think just go with what you like. And we'll talk more about this in the podcast. Ask but them.
1: just because you're with a woman doesn't mean you're going to do all the things to the woman. Like there's so many things too. Like maybe she's just pleasuring you. Or, mm, you know, or, maybe, or maybe you are pleasuring her, but you're, yeah, we'll, we'll talk more about that too. But, I don't think you need to like. practice
0: though. I think ask, asking for what,
1: uh, what, what, what feels like. good and what yeah. they
0: like, if, if that's the situation that's happening, if you want them to please you. I don't know what, there's always different levels and boundaries and dynamics in every threesome situation. Typically there is um, a change up if it's centered around um, different people.
1: Well, I'm getting the feel from this email and this is just an assumption, but that they haven't talked about boundaries. Like, like if there are any in there, you know, are you having full on sex with this other woman? Is your partner having penetrative sex with them? Mm. Are you just making out with them? Are you just touching nipples? Are they going down on you? Are you going down on them?
0: That's a great way to manifest this threesome as well. Kind of conversations. Have a conversation with your partner, the, this person that wrote in uh with your husband and ask what this looks like how do you want it to look like uh visualize it what do you want to happen that could also be really sexy for your little weekend getaway talk about this threesome in detail apparently there are
1: threesome apps i just googled this so we are not uh well experienced in these things (laughs) um but there was something that was called thrinder that so like based but they got sued by tinder um, that was for threesomes. <laughs> nice. That is now called Field. A- a- F E E L D. That is designed to be a private space where both individuals and couples can be introduced to those with similar sexual interests who want you know people that want to play with each other. There you go. Keep, See, keep curious and open minded. That's
0: great. See, we live in a day and age where it's so easy to yeah. find anything that you're looking for.
1: And there's also an app that is called called It's Tinder for couples, singles, and swingers. These are. This sounds fun. Well, I, I want to do these things. I don't, like, I don't like women, though. Have, yeah. I'm not attracted to the pussy. What well, do you
0: want? You can do it with another man. I love me the dick. Okay, so <laughs>
1: let's start talking. Uh, answer the question. Good luck to you, summer. Um,
0: Yeah, ho- I hope you find your threesome.
1: Yeah, me too. So, um, all right. so threesomes. 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 We both have had threesomes. You had threesomes or you had a foursome? I had a foursome and a threesome. It, but it was kind of like a threesome, the one you had, where it wasn't one person Yes. So, it was like a threesome with a voyeur.
0: How about you tell, can we, should we tell our stories, our threesome let's stories? Tell some, let's tell some stories. Okay. You go first. Okay. So, I don't
1: really, I've touched many a pussy in my life. I'm not really that into it. It's more of a research project for me, like it entertains me. Um, all right, you kind of poke around on there, like a like a science I'm not project. Jabbing. Yeah, it's more like a science project where I'm just I'm just curious. Like, how does this thing work? You know, this is different than mine. I'm not I'm not turned on by this at all. Um, and I've touched vulvas in um, various trainings. Like I touched vulvas in my tantra training. Um, I've touched vulvas in just like wild, maybe some like drug-induced, alcohol-induced experiences. And then there's also been a couple of threesomes that were not drug-induced that um, I instigated. Mm. And um, they particularly happened, they happened during a particular time in my life where um, I was single um, and loving it. And I was single at this time where I had all these friends are all single. They're like, you know, ages 25 to 30 and all super sexy and single and wild. And that's right when I got married. That's right when April got married so she was <laughs> not there for that. Yeah. I know. I was like, where Where the fuck was April? We got to be single at the same time for like a couple months. For like two, two months. months. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it was fun that we, we did a double date. Yeah, was, we did. Yeah, at least we got that. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> otherwise, it's just been a little off. So anyways, so it was during this time. Um, and so there was a lot of uh, things that would happen where we would um, go out. We took a lot of, I would say we took a lot of MDMA during this time. Mm. And there'd be a lot of experiences where we would take MDMA and everyone would just be in this group cuddle puddle and people would like, be kissing and making out. I'm not going to call this three but I've been a part of like, group sex Was there a penetration? There wasn't penetration although there was an experience where I put a butt plug in my friend's ass in the middle of this group of cuddle puddle for her first time I took her in virginity with a butt plug one of those pretty plugs with the Oh yeah bling, bling, I know I remember this story. Yeah, you know the story. <laughs> and since then she actually is a fan of butt sex. Oh yeah. Okay. Uh-huh. So, but the threesome. So there was this there's this other person um a gentleman who is very open minded, very, like into non monogamy. Not he was ex- in my tears. Yeah, you and I. Yeah, <laughs> April actually slept with him. I. <laughs> that's true. Yeah, we. Uh, what do they call the Eskimo sisters or something? Or like something. something actually, is,
0: I I checked in with you before I did sleep with him, and you Eskimo- told me the story, and I was like, oh, he seems cool. Yeah. Eskimo sisters
1: sounds like a microaggression. It does. All right, scratch that. Um. Anyways, <laughs> so this person, sister wives. Yeah, sister wives. He um we had already hooked up before. We never had penetrative sex and to this day we still have not. We um had hooked up a couple times, just always just like making out, oral, lots of nipple stuff. And then the next day, you know, we wake up and it would just be like, you know, we were friends and it was so the mo- the easiest friends with benefits situation ever, just no attachment. This has been great. I really enjoyed this with you. Uh, I'll see you next week or at the party, whatever that is. And just really easy. So um, what I we had this conversation myself and this this gentleman um, about how he wanted to experience prostate play. This is also one of the few prostates I have touched, <laughs> and he wanted to experience prostate play and wanted to or and me and it wasn't this like in depth conversation. We had suggested it, and so I was like, "Well, we could arrange that." And there was a rope bondage class happening at Pure Pleasure that I was at, and so I invited him to the rope bondage class. So he was he was my date for the rope bondage class. Well, I also invited my other lady friend, too, who thought he was very attractive and wanted to hook up with him. Who took her anal virginity with the butt plug. With you yes, you Yeah, yeah okay, that the same, same one. Okay. I invited her to <laughs> the class, and I told him she's coming, too, and then we can all just have, like, a little threesome rope bondage action. And he's like, awesome. And... But what I didn't tell him was that I was already planning that we would have like some sexy time after, but I just knew that he would be super on board. And so after the class ended, because I'm one of the co-owners of Pure Pleasure, um, everyone left, we locked the doors, and we all just put on, put on some sexy music and started taking our clothes off and all just started making out playing with nipples. He's a total nipple guy. Um and and it was just it was just really playful and we're in a sex shop so we're just like there like I can grab whatever toys we want to play don't worry I didn't sell them after I took them home <laughs> um, and there was definitely some uh, prostate stimulation there while I was stimulating his prostate while she was playing with his nipples Um, I think the prostate stimulation was a little too intense because I used a stainless steel toy and. It's the first prostate I had ever touched, so (laughs) can't say I did it that well. Um, And yeah, and then um, the fun part of this story, though, is um, like mid-naked running around the sex shop, uh, my mom walks in. She just comes back to the shop, unlocks the door and comes in, and she walks in, and we all, we just run and hide. (laughs) Oh my God, Mom's here! But she's like, we're in a sex shop playing, and she just laughs and leaves. Um, And so the coolest part about this whole story is there was no pre-negotiation or anything before, but there already was a friends with benefits situation. And the other woman was a really good friend of mine where we talked about it before um, and what our boundaries were. Mm. So I didn't talk about boundaries with him. I talked about it with her. She knew that I'm not into- But you felt li- safe with him already. From totally the- safe with him. And she knew that I'm not into licking pussy and she wasn't really wanting to do that either. So, um, we, it was all focused on him and our nipples and then she and I, we were making out, but we, there was actually, I don't think we actually touched each other's genitals mm. in this one. Um, and, uh, and then, so the coolest thing about this one though is when we were done with our playtime, the three of us all went out to a bar restaurant thing here, downtown, the 515, and they used to have this little room with a couch. Yeah. And we sat down with a cocktail and processed. We did a processing session after of how was that for you? Like how how did that feel? How was your experience? And we were all like just really grateful and really enjoyed it. And it was just three friends who just had this really sexy experience. And I mean, that was was it. It was just three friends sharing this sexy journey. Hmm. Um, And that processing, we didn't really need it to process hard stuff, which I think some people do. Um, Because sometimes that comes up like, oh, this was a big challenge for me. But what it did was it gave us space to be really grateful to each other for sharing this really special, silly, wild journey. So that's why I have another story too, but I'll let you share yours and we'll kind of go back and forth. So yeah.
0: Mine, I'll share. So I'll share one that was random and then one that was not pre-planned by me, but by the party that invited me. But I'll I'll share that one later. Um, I'll make it pretty quick because... It was pretty quick. Uh, I was with my ex-husband. I've told this on when we were on um, Connor's podcast. Oh, yes. I've told the, the, the this, realness. The realness. I told this story. Just a little blurb of it. Uh, so if you've ever listened to that. You, you, well, we did a, a dual release. So we did a dual ours, release. Yeah. yeah so uh, I was kind of hanging out for my anniversary with my ex-husband now, but my husband at the time, um, at the Hard Rock Hotel in Palm Springs, and we ended up meeting a couple um, which were uh, younger, and we were drinking at the pool all day, just chatting with people, and having a lot of fun, just hanging out, being um, free kind of alcohol is flowing, and this couple was—I don't know—they were they were really sweet, and I don't know how things escalated to uh, me and the the female in the relationship. Kind of one, maybe we went to the bathroom or something, and when we were walking back to the pool to join our husbands. Um, we stopped at the jacuzzi. I was like, oh, let's go in the jacuzzi. That's palms rings. It was really hot. Stopped in the jacuzzi and got in and she just kind of looked at me and grabbed me and started kissing me. And from there I was like, okay. And so the husbands came over and saw us kissing and we're like, whoa, what's going on here? And my ex-husband had always wanted me to have a threesome with him. He would ask me for that all the time. He was like, I want to have a threesome. I want to have a threesome. And I was kind of just shy with my sexuality and not super open and had a lot of insecurities within my own self, not valuing who I was as this awesome woman that I am. And so I never really wanted to, I was scared about, I just had a lot of fear, like, oh, what if you fall in love and leave me, you know, just the total fear. So I never had approached it, but this happened totally organically. And obviously I think that they had wanted to do that. He was in the military, this, um, the The other couple, the the man part of the other couple was had been in the military. And um, the gist of the entire situation was when we started making out, it sort of cracked open the threesome as even being an option. And my ex-husband was like, yes, yes, like, let's do this. So we ended up going back to their room after we'd made out a bunch more. And she just took me into the bathtub and completely was going down on me and I was, I was really the focus. I went down on her for a little bit. It was quick though. She was way more into pleasing me and like figuring my body out and me and touching me. And, and she was running the bathwater. And then they were just watching the husbands were just watching, which was really funny. And they just were like really stoked. And then we went back to the bed and she was like kind of, um, pleasing me still and like wanted to go to, the thing about this though, I have to say that there was so much alcohol involved that it's a little hazy how the process of everything went. So, um, it ended up like after I, I, I couldn't really have an orgasm either because I was so, I was, I drank too much. All I'd been the, drinking all day. I,
1: oh yeah, all the, the pool cocktails,
0: all the pool cocktails. I mean, it was, Are they, I've been to that pool with you or yeah. not me, they have pitchers. It was, we were drinking Greyhounds, like Grey Goose Greyhounds all day long. So- were your pussies like, is this thing on? So my, yeah, my pussy was not responding <laughs> like it would. And it was still really fun. It was, I was having a lot of fun and it was just hot. The entire thing was super hot. Uh, so we ended up, my um, husband and I ended up having sex in front of them and she was kind of like trying to incorporate herself. But uh, her husband um, was, you know, they were having sex and then stopping. And in the end- um, my ex-husband came and then we left orgasm okay came had an orgasm Mm -hmm. with some ejaculate and (laughs) (laughs) i i didn't like i'll be honest like i had a lot of fun i was like okay and then we left and then uh i was like wow that was super super hot like it was really hot and he ended up leaving his wallet in their room and so uh, we had to go back. Oh, we had to see them again. And we're like, Oh, hi. And it was it was one of those kind of like we could tell we'd never see them again.
1: Until kind of this morning we had to deliver the wallet. So then
0: we got the wallet. We uh, thankfully I had I think I had her number and I text her and then they came outside with the wallet and we're like, Oh, what are you doing? And they're like, Oh, we're gonna go eat some food. We're like, Oh, we are too and we're like, Well, we're going to this Mexican restaurant and they're like, Oh, we're going to this other one. We're like, Okay, see you later. Awkward. <laughs> and that was it. And then on the way back home, we drove back home, I think um either the next day or maybe that night I can't remember but it was I was super turned on and like was using my vibrator like while he was driving I was like yeah that was so hot like I had my vibrator with me and I think it was a magic wand I was using in the car and he's like see this is what I've been telling you the whole time so that was uh an organic happening unexpected I had actually been very closed to having any sort of experience with other couples or another person so That was random. And I have to say that the liquid courage of releasing my inhibitions was helpful. Mm -hmm. And that allowed me to kind of check out a little bit uh, of my own head, which I'm usually in and just kind of get into the situation and know how hot it was and be like, wow. And I wasn't doing anything wrong. I was with my, um, my partner at the time and, and it was, it was really fun. I Mm -hmm. wouldn't take it back for anything. Super fun. I'm so happy
1: that phase that I had when I was 25, 26, 27, when it was like all the wild adventures and this like, it, it was, I wouldn't call it like it definitely wasn't free love, but it was, the, you know, those 30 single people and yeah. all super sexy and taking a lot of ecstasy even though my body really suffered from all that ecstasy that I took and I, my body can't take MDMA anymore. It just doesn't really do anything for me. Um, but I wouldn't take that back for anything that... The, the, yeah. the experience of that like wildness and that freedom and that liberation and the exploration that came with it even though it came with some other sh- shit too it was um didn't get any STDs from it though hey I wasn't having a whole bunch of unprotected sex so okay, yeah but anyway okay so now I have a follow up to mine okay and then you have one more too so, and then we'll talk about some tips. We're just sharing our stories and we'll give you a couple tips.
0: Well, but they're all kind of, or, I There's think tips these are these are good yeah. stories to share because you can kind of take what you want from it as maybe yeah. things that can happen and things to do.
1: Uh, and, uh, so our, st- at least my stories, I can say none of my uh, threesome experiences actually involve penetrative sex. Um, be- it's be- because uh, most of my threesomes are with one person that I just never had penetrative sex with. It just like, hmm. Wasn't I don't remember exactly why I or we chose to not make that a thing for us. I think we both chose that together that we didn't we didn't you need that pre-negotiated to this? it. Yeah, I think even before the threesomes, when we were just hooking up. We or something that we negotiated that penetrative sex wouldn't be a thing. I'm not remembering if that was that I'm, I might be making that because it's a long time. But we didn't have penetrative sex. So a follow up rebuttal, same person, same guy. Same tier that I. Same tier that you had sex with, that <laughs> I have non sex with, but I've had threesomes with. <laughs> um, same guy. So this lucky guy just gets. Amy instigating multiple threesomes for him. (laughs) It's a pretty awesome setup. Um, And I think, and we're we're still friends to this day and and it's just like some really, it's just really, some like really exciting special times we've shared. So okay, so this is probably like a month after that first one. We go away to our friend's lake house, the same friend that (laughs) I'll just leave it at that. Our friend's friend's lake house. Um, And it's a whole bunch of the wild single monkeys all running around the lake house and there was this other guy that I had been in Being intimate with for like that for that month, who was there too, but we were starting to kind of fizzle out, but not. And it was just a little kind of awkward, unclear. And we get there, and I was under the assumption that we were there to be intimate together or something. And then he was started making out with one of my girlfriends, and I was like, Well, I was, and I was kind of angry. I was like, I guess that's not (laughs) happening. So I just like storm off and to the this other guy that the one that I was having the three the other three with he happened to also be there but was now intimate with this other girl that I was friends with and that was just kind of the general vibe yeah, there yeah of the group yeah it was just it was just this no 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 attachment no claiming although i guess i did get a little let down that the the um the guy that i thought i was going to be intimate with there was what had plans to be with someone else but that's just part of it there's just it's just like a letdown so i go to my th- threesome guy and he's in sharing a room with this other woman who i'm friends with and i just come in and, and i just ask them like can i just be with you guys Can i can i sleep in here with you guys and they're like yeah, <laughs> <laughs>
0: yeah. And so
1: then we just go right in, back into um this threesome world but now it's with myself and him and then this other woman and it's the same thing it's just i don't think we didn't touch each other's genitals either she and i um, it was just nipples and kissing, and it, so I. I would so say, it's funny, your threesomes are all
0: about the male body involved, and mine have been about because I only like talk. On. Yeah,
1: so that's one thing, and uh, and with women, you know, I can like kiss and touch nipples, and 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 that can be nice. It's still not super sexy to me. Like it's not repulsive, and it also doesn't really turn me on. And that was actually the last threesome experience that I had, um, because what I had concluded was. Like, I mean I like cock and I'm doing this and so I I wasn't doing Do you like doing, multiple
0: cocks or mostly
1: I have not had multiple okay, cocks got so it. I would like to experience multiple cocks but I just well, like put it out there could have I like for you. yeah I like men I got some I like dildos meh, man, men men can use so. me
0: with you and your partner?
1: Yeah, that's not the same. <laughs> and so but what I would say about this this the like the sweetness of these ones was um and here's like a, a tip it, <clears throat> well, that was a weird voice tip going through puberty um <laughs> is that with Three Sims, you can make all these different rules and boundaries for them. And the more touch that you share, usually the more complicated it gets. And also the more people you involve, the more complicated it gets. Meaning for me, because I was only, there was no penetrative sex on the table. For these ones, and that it was just with the women, it was just like you know nipples and making out. For the and then um, and then the and he could go down on us, and we would go down on him. But then we weren't going down on each other. It just simplified things. So so I, I guess what I'm saying is, if you're worried about it being really complicated, meaning feelings, getting her STDs. Um or there's so much going on there because there's so many people. Um I don't know what I'm gonna do with all my hands and my holes and my mouth and things. Um taking penetrative sex off the table can make things a little bit easier. That's a good
0: point. Yeah. I like that. Uh I did that. Yeah. In my other threesome story. Tell me now. Once Last upon a time. Threesome story. There was an April. So right after I got a divorce, I was uh definitely working a lot like immersing myself into my old job and traveling a lot so i was in airports often and i ended up getting stuck in the denver airport for i just missed it It was a connecting flight through denver and it was not my fault like i had to run to the flight and it had already left so i went to the to the wine bar
1: (laughs) (laughs) you had a threesome at the wine (laughs) bar. and
0: sat down and ended up meeting this couple who had just like been skiing in aspen they were an older couple so um you know, and, and, and we were talking and obviously I was pretty forthcoming, like forthright with my emotional roller coaster of a situation because I just got this was March. I'd been my this was in March where I um met them and my divorce was, you know, uh, f- w- like the paperwork was filed in February. So it was right after and I was on a heater like I was. Did give gave zero fucks mm-hmm. about all of it. It was just like, yeah, whatever. I gotta divorce, you know. And um, they thought I was awesome, and uh, we ended up spending about I don't know two hours at the airport together. And drinking wine, and they loved wine, and I loved wine. And so they said they lived in um, Scottsdale. (laughs) And they said anytime, and I traveled to Phoenix all the time for work. And so I told them, like, oh, I I travel to Phoenix all the time for work. Like, if we're there, we should go out for dinner or meet up for a drink. And they said, absolutely. So we exchange information.
1: Oh, oh, never mind. I didn't meet them. No, you didn't meet them. No,
0: no. So we exchange information, and... That was uh, March, so August. I actually had a business trip to Phoenix, and I hit them up because I thought they were really cool. And I love meeting people, and I love talking to people, and I act, i just love um, stories and and things. And I did tell them I sell sex toys. You know, I was like, mm-hmm. I work for a sex toy company, so Cute automatically, girls sex toys. yeah. Come I'm like automatically. and I just am going through a, you know a divorce, and I'm just like, wow. So I'm oh, single. she needs to
1: get laid. She should come to our house.
0: Yeah. So I ended up. Um, emailing them and saying i'm gonna be in town do you want to meet up for a drink i actually it was an innocent thing like me being the naive human that i am didn't realize that they were like meow so they said to me in the email why don't you just come to our house um we you know we have this like 1996 Pinot we can open in our, from our wine cellar. And I was I like... You know the people name the the year of the wine they want to fuck you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Rule I number two. I was like, okay. So I ended up um, going to their house. And I actually was really unsettled about that decision and i don't recommend that out there to our land of listeners that are interested in having threesomes because that's dangerous my uber driver number one that took me up there was like who do you know up here because it was like some really fancy ass neighborhood with like three gates to get in you could have got kidnapped well yeah he was like who do you know and i was like oh and each gate knew that i was coming They're like oh yeah you're miss april here we'll let you in so because they had to notify them and we get up to this, like, mansion. I felt like it was a massive house. And they had, like, an infinity pool that overlooked the whole valley of, er- like, the the desert. And it was beautiful. And I was like, wow, this is really nice. And um, I still didn't think about threesome at that point or because I just, I you know, just a trustworthy young girl. They don't want to bang me. <laughs> no. And so they made like Wagyu beef and salmon and all this stuff. And, you know, I had some nice Pinot in me and I'd been drinking a little bit before that area. The, the alcohol, maybe that's a commonality. And I'd actually been drinking with a, one of my colleagues from, um, from the distributor that we work with. And mm-hmm. she was like, are you, what are you doing? I was like, I'm going to my friend's house. She's like, how do you know these people? I was like, Oh, I met them at an airport. <laughs> Yeah, they're. I don't and know she was like, well. can you share your location with me in case something happens? That's smart. So I did. I shared my location with her and I said, and I even said that to the Uber driver, I was like, if my face ends up on a milk carton, you know where you drop me off. <laughs> He's like, do they still do that? I'm like, I, I don't I w- know. I was going to ask the same thing. No, they don't. But he was like, okay, Have okay. Have you seen this job? It, it was really funny because I took like a big Uber XL there. So it's me in like this little suburban, like getting dropped off. So anyway, let me get to the grid of it. I ended up taking off my clothes because I wanted to go swimming and they had this big infinity pool and I was like drinking wine. I was like, I'm getting in your pool and obviously they're like, okay. I was like, do I need clothes? I like, do you. And I was like, okay. So I took off my clothes. Meanwhile, I had sent them a sex toy from Fun Factory.
1: Oh. So because I
0: told them I sell sex toys and I used to do that. I used to gift people that I would meet like, because I, I meet a lot of people, like a lot of awesome humans on airplanes and airports, and I'd gift them toys. I was like, if you send me your address, I'll send you a product. And so I would, because I felt like it was the gift that I could actually give. And I thought it was, you know, awesome to help people have orgasms. Um, and so I gave that I had given them, I'd sent them a toy for like, like, right after I'd met them. So they busted that toy out while I'm in the pool. And I was like, oh, God. And then all of a sudden, the wife gets in. To the pool, and she's naked too. And then she just comes over and like asks if she can kiss me. And I was like, I was doing. Remember when I was in the yes state of mind, uh-huh. and I said yes to everything. Yes face. So, yeah, I was in a yes phase. So I I promised myself for like six months I would say yes to every opportunity. Oh God. No matter that's dangerous. How, <laughs> it's super dangerous, and it did. I got into some trouble. I did not really get into trouble, but I did. I said yes to everything that came into my life, I would say yes. So I said, yes. And I told them, I said, I'm living in a yes state and you know, going through my divorce, I did a lot of no things. So I was living in this yes state. And so I made out with her and then the husband came and tried to make out with me. And I was like, no, it's only going to be with her and I, you can watch. And so he was stoked. He was like feeding me Wagyu beef in the pool. And so we ended up like, I ended up like, um, getting penetrated with her sex toy, which is the one I gave her. And then they had another one and we were penetrating each other. And then we ended up like just making out and never ended up touching the dude. He just got to watch. And then it ended up going to the jacuzzi. They had a jacuzzi and then it ended up going into the shower and then ended up sleeping in between them in their bed. And I woke up in the morning and he was like making out with me. And I was like, while you were sleeping? Yeah. And then I woke up and I was like, no, 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 that's not okay. It was almost really cool cool. until that And then I said, I, I looked at him and I was like, that's not okay. Like where, like I forgot. What is, what, a, what an idiot. Like you had yeah. already
1: said no in yeah. the previous part and you had all these fun sexcapades with you playing with his wife and his hotness. And then he still
0: decides to sleep rape your face. Yeah. That was the one sad part. It was really fun. And then the next day I just, they were like, can we take you home? Can we, um, or t- back to your hotel? And I was like, no, I had a meeting at 9am. And so I woke up at five, mm. um, or five 30. Jeez. Because it was like an hour to my hotel almost because they lived up like in the mountains. So that happened and it was really fun. And that was totally something that I I had not called in. I just wasn't opposed to it happening. And it was fun and exciting. And they continue to hit me up. Even I think she just sent me a WhatsApp message not too long ago. And if she listens to this, I just can't engage anymore because she sent me like a hi how are you like they used to really engage and I just innocently enough like it was fun but it's done it's in my yeah. past so I don't want to revisit that and you know I feel like that was the experience I needed to have with those folks and now it's done and I have no interest in like having a relationship with them other than what I had Um and that's just me and that's my boundary with also them.
1: your face got sleep raped.
0: it did this is true. I mean, that's going to leave a sour taste. Yeah. Like the whole thing,
1: it had that. I don't know, maybe you feel exactly the same as you do now, but may, had that not happened, maybe you have a little more shreddiness right.
0: to it. Yeah, you're right. They yeah. also did say like, they, they were like, we, they wanted to make it a regular thing. They had said that. And I was like, Mm, I don't think that's a good idea and then they would hit me up about the sex toy like hey our sex toy is not working and I was like we need you to come over and show us and I was actually I was really I was really nice about the whole thing for a while like um about engaging them via text and and then I just like I kind of got off of it but that was it was fun and it was uh really sexy beautiful situation. I did communicate my boundaries and my boundaries were, I didn't want um, to, I didn't want to get the guy a blowjob. I did not want the guy to penetrate me. I just wanted to have my experience with, with the female. That's where I felt safe. Mm-hmm. So for me, as the third party brought in by another couple, um, <laughs> not un- unknowingly, but willing, Surprise! Um, <laughs> I would say that uh, setting the boundaries and being clear is a really helpful way to, Uh, especially I I don't suggest going to the house. That's something that I, I know that like the way I was living my life right then was very, um, it was unsafe. I was unsafe in a lot of ways. Yeah. Yeah. So don't do that. I don't recommend that meet them in a public place and vibe them and then go maybe to your hotel. That would have been probably smarter. But for me, I was just like, yeah, whatever. And they did seem cool. We had a lot of communication, but that is not a good way to go about things. And I tend to make, interesting decisions from time to time in my life
1: there's there's honestly so many different ways to do it like there's 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 from the the, in the, the so it, i guess so we can go into the the tips here right a lot of people that are trying to have threesomes are folks who are already in some sort of partnership with someone yeah. although sometimes it's just people that are friends of benefits or are dating they want to have through some experiences and and in that situation, you know, with people who are in a, we'll talk the partners who are looking for someone. In the beginning of this episode, we were talked about ways to find them. You can use dating apps, um, ways that you. We were talked about ways that you can go out and meet people in public and, and share that energy with them as well. Um, but but I personally think in in our stories none of this happened for either of us. Um, but if you're planning on doing this with your partner, to really sit down and have conversations, and also, I mean, for me with my people, it my, it was just casual they weren't partners. They were friends of benefits. Mine were random. <laughs> Yours Yeah, but you're but you're with your husband.
0: I was with my husband. Did
1: you talk about like, okay, I'm okay with this kind of sex. You can touch d- her this way. I
0: did while we were in the experience, but I but hadn't not before. before. Okay, yeah. So you can totally
1: do that, but I suggest the more you can have the conversations before, the better. Like, are you going to be using condoms? Are what whose genitals are getting touched? And vocalize during if you're in
0: the experience and it was random. Vocalize. No, I'm not okay with that. Like, that's what I did. Or I'd be like, yeah. yes, that feels good. Let's do more of that.
1: Well, and if you have the conversations before, it can it can really limit the awkwardness that's that true. can happen during it, where you have to vocalize stuff. So people get less triggered, they get less hurt, feelings don't get hurt, um, and they might still they might still get hurt, but it's less likely because you already know what's on the table and what's not on the table. It can be everything from, um, the, the amount of energy, you know, if you're doing this with your partners and you're like, I want most of the energy. And then you can give this other person 20% of the energy or vice versa. Um, or I just want to watch in the corner. And then also. What happens after the threesome? Do they just go? There's a third party, just go home. And, and maybe the threesome is not third party. I'm just speaking to couples bringing in someone else because sometimes threesomes happen with just like in my case, three single people all getting together and playing. Um, but speaking towards couples, like it's good to know the beginning, during, and after rules and regulations of how you're going to do it. Um, and I think it's Reed Me Honko who says, um, What does he do? I think he like, Talks about sending a card. <laughs> it's like if you want to be a uh, super sex geek, after you have a really good sexual experience, um, even if it, or a threesome or whatnot, send them a, a card like a week later, telling them how awesome they were and thanking them for the experience.
0: <laughs> it's not a bad did. idea. I like that. I think it's cute. Sending gratuity sends nice messages. Mm-hmm. Putting that in writing.
1: Yeah, I like that a lot. Yeah, I should have gotten a card. You should. Ha- you did get more. You got. I mean, you've, it seems like you've gotten a lot of contact <laughs> since then. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's funny that the contact hasn't been like. So let's talk about that threesome. It's more like, Do you, hey, what you doing? How's things? Hi. Yeah, yeah. So I think so. I think f- for me, my my top tips would be like negotiation, negotiation, negotiation. Figure out the boundaries and really like talk about it to the death, like until you. Until you've narrowed it down as much as possible to really what is on the table and what is not on the table, so that you avoid all the scary stuff.
0: That's true. That's good. That's good advice.
1: And as April says, in in the experience, it's you know triggers come up. Well,
0: if especially if you don't know that threesomes on the table, perhaps you're in a a partnership and you had no idea that you know this was going to happen, and all of a sudden it's like, is this a go? It's a go. So doing this. if it is something that interests you, and you're like, I'd be open to that have a conversation with your partner about it now and be like, hey, what would what do you think about a threesome? Uh, what if it's a male-bodied individual and a threesome, are you into that? And if they say hard no, they like, okay. A female-bodied individual, are you into that? That's a yes or a maybe, okay, cool. And then what do the boundaries look like? Okay, so is it okay? Can they touch me? Uh, You know, lay it out. What does it look like? I think that's a great way to identify how to get into that situation. What does it look like for you as a couple? Especially Mm -hmm. because it is very private, personal situation that you're letting someone into, especially if it's your first time doing that. You want to let the pleasure shine through and not the awkwardness. And if you're the third party, then aren't... What are they called? The unicorn? Are yeah, the unicorn. You're the unicorn.
1: <laughs> the unicorn. It's like people are looking for a unicorn. Um, that's the third party. And for you, you get to negotiate too. You know, just because if you're coming in and playing with a couple... Um, then you you you're the things that you need still are valued so you negotiate that when you meet up with them before or even if it's at a bar like okay yeah. I guess we're going home together you go into the room or whatever you sit down first like okay we're going I I'm
0: excited to play with you but here's
1: my needs here's my boundaries as and-
0: if I would have done it properly mm-hmm. or more uh, w- with Beforehand. at least more intention yeah. i'm like look i'm really into hanging out and and having experience and and pleasure with the female person in the relationship dude can watch dude can kiss me and touch me but i'm not touching no dude, touching that would have been yeah. my kind yeah. of breakdown
1: and your cock can't go near my, my pussy or my mouth yeah
0: mhm i could maybe my hands Maybe. Maybe. Depends on the car. But let me (laughs) just ask before you touch. Yeah. And that's the thing too, Mm because you might be caught up in the moment. You might want that in the moment. Or things could change. You could
1: set boundaries. And then during the experience, you realize that what you had said, you want them
0: to change. So you just- That's okay too. Yeah. You voice it in that moment. Maybe you want more. Maybe you want less of that, but you just have to vocalize it in the moment. And if you pick the right folks, which hopefully you will, or person, you know, it'll all be free flowing and good. And- like, I was the right person for those two. Yeah. Damn. And I think check-ins, yeah, you were. You were the
1: unicorn. <laughs> I was the unicorn. I think the unicorn. Oh, I
0: think, and I think doing
1: some uh, check-in after about how everyone's feeling too and if anyone needs anything, like if there's any, um, any care, self-care, or is it the wrong word, but if there's anyone that's really needing any sort of, like, love or anything in particular to feel good after if any feelings are hurt. And I just want to say, everyone, pornography is not the best threesome educator. You don't get to see all the conversations that go into it. Like threesomes usually don't look like that. They don't look like this easy. Like, oh yeah, I just want to fuck you. It's so good. Okay, bye. And there's usually there's feelings there, and they deserve to be considered. And um, one thing I just wanted to share here too. This is just another thing. So. My um, uh, one. This is going. There, there's a um, moral in this story, um, and I guess I'll start with a lesson. Would be if you're partnered and you want to go into threesome territory or open relationship territory. I highly suggest, if possible, to do it from a place where you're already feeling really good and connected and rock solid. Yeah. Um, so because if it's things are feeling already a little wonky and then you go into this space, it can feel even more wonky. And on that note, and I will still share a story on, on that note, but here's another piece too. A lot of people that are doing threesomes are doing it um, not for them. They're doing it for their the partner. partner. Yeah. And while that can maybe work. Sometimes it's not going to be sustainable and deep down, if someone's having some sort of compliant sexual experience, it's not really going to feel that, that great. So, um, just to get clear on that, if you're having threesomes, just to please a partner, uh, maybe within that you can have some more boundaries that still speak to where you're at. But we, I mean, really to be making choices that work for you.
0: Can I add before your story, yeah, yeah. just a, another I'll be done. bit to that? Uh, if, if, if you've never, if you're listening to this and you've never had a threesome and you don't know if your partner wants a threesome or uh, you're listening and you know that, that your partner does and you're not feeling it, one thing that I would suggest that's really helpful uh, is really um, get clear before, don't set a time frame or like we wanna make this happen this weekend or just be, get clear on the expectations and if you're both a maybe or a yes, Uh, move into that and know that like, okay, if the opportunity presents itself, we're going to go with it and then set the terms. But I think going into it as this, the sex question person that wrote in uh, their, you know, their partner's really into it. It took me five years into my relationship before I knew that my partner wanted a threesome and I was like a maybe on it the whole time. And then when it presented itself after five years, I was like, yeah, let's go with this. I didn't set the boundaries, but I think that setting the boundaries and kind of the goals, the objectives, uh, are really helpful. Uh, but don't go in to a threesome wanting a threesome with a time frame I like it have to do it tomorrow. Yeah, yeah, it's not helpful. Yeah, it's good to have
1: those conversations before and yeah. then just leave it open. That's all I wanted for to it add. to happen. Yeah, I like that. I think that's really good. Um, and I'll just finish with this this last piece that's connected to all of that. Um, so, uh, my current partner that I'm with, um, we, a year, a couple of years ago after my Tantra training, he's never, he's never even had a threesome. And I've had a couple, but now... And then without penetrative sex, but I've had a couple of those experiences, and now we're together. I'm just, like, kind of over it now. <laughs> I'm like, hey, I'm done. But a couple of years ago, I did my tantra training and you know, touched a couple of vulvas, and I was like, yeah, I could do this. This is very interesting to me. It's like all these different bodies, and, like, this, this is a research project. And, I mean, I like connecting with different people. It's just, I like, cock, much better than vulvas. So what I said to him was, at some point... This was, like, three years ago. Maybe you're... Maybe... Maybe four years ago, at some point, um, I'm I'm open to doing this through something with you, but I get to be in control of choosing when it happens. So don't push me for it, don't ask me about it. Like I'm the one that's going to be in the lead. Yeah, and he's like, oh, so exciting. Four years ago. Then what happened was a lot of hurt and, like, uh, you know, there's some occasions where he made some choices that involve some infidelity, um, him falling in love with another woman, um, us breaking up 2.5 times, et cetera, et cetera. <laughs> <laughs> a couple of things that made it so that no longer seemed like a safe choice. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so let's incorporate this other person in here when we're, one, feeling really unstable, and, um, and two, it seems like... Uh, there's some other stuff that needs to be worked on um, because uh, there's other desires. There's desires for other that are getting um, explored. And he and he wasn't. By the way, he's not doing. Wasn't doing it in a way like you're not fulfilling my needs. I need to go and have sex with a whole bunch of people. Um, and it wasn't because he wasn't have his threesome desires fulfilled. There's other reasons. So, anyways, so that didn't wasn't on the table <laughs> anymore. Um, and I'm not saying it's gone forever. And it just isn't, isn't something that has felt really good. Um, especially because we've been in a lot of healing process. So recently, though, um, and I haven't talked about this on the podcast. So I'm not going to go too deep into it, but I can share more about it uh, another time because I do have some really good stuff to share about the process that my partner and I are in. Um, but we're in a transitional phase of figuring out if we're still going to be together. Um, and right now it's feeling committed and very loving, and there still is these questions, and we're um, in kind of our fourth iteration of are we doing this again or not again, anymore? Uh, once again, and but we're doing it in a much more intentional, connected way with a really good therapist and really good communication and re- in a really loving way. Um So from that place, we just went to Burning Man and we were at Bernie Man the first night and we were feeling a little sexy and dancing and he was like, what if we just made out with these with like you may out with someone that we thought was like really trustworthy, and I met out with someone that was trustworthy, and did it right next to each other, and and I was like, oh, that could be. Do you really mean people sexy. you know? Sorry, to people we knew. Okay, got it. People we knew, but we're at Burning Man, right? They don't live in Santa Cruz, right? And and it's really sexy, and I was like, oh, that's I like. Oh, okay, I'm really in. All right, and then he suggested the two people, and one of them, I was like, you, you kind of work with her, then I'm like, you, you like, you see her once a month. You guys work together. Sometimes there's like overnight retreat things. That feels a little questionable. And then the guy he suggested is like one of our clients. And, the, I, and I was like, this is terrible. Decision.
0: Of
1: <laughs> <laughs> terrible decision. So I didn't really, I just didn't add on to it. Like I played into the flirtation, but I didn't. It, he just kind of let it go over time. And then I talked to him about it later on. And I was like, um, so I was into the idea. I, but there's two things. One. I thought the idea was sexy, but I also thought while we're in this process of figuring out if we're going to be together or not, probably isn't the time to go and be intimate with other people. I do think that's really hot. So for me, like I do want to open this up to play with other couples because that feels really sexy and really secure. Like I'll get the cock, I'll get the pussy and we can do it together and share that together. Um, But I don't think that's something that we do while we're still trying to figure out if we're staying together yeah, because it doesn't feel rock solid and this is the other tip here everyone is um, be careful about who you select if you're like really think about it. a lot of people have threesome experiences with like they're a couple and they have a threesome experience with a friend of the couple and then it changes the relationship mm-hmm. of your friendship with that person so just be really, really cautious but about that and put a lot of thought and intention before just jumping into something. Say you have a lot of wine. It just sounds like a great idea. So super sexy because that stuff might stick with you for a long time.
0: E, that's a completely amazing That was a long story. Suggestion, for yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. All right, y'all. Yep. I hope you're threesome dreams come true and to the foursomes or foursomes or whatever you're into and i hope that y'all got some good information from this episode we love we love you listeners we we absolutely love you so tune in next tuesday for more shameless sex ciao for now
1: don't forget to head on over to our website shamelesssex.com for more And for 15% off of some of our favorite sex toys, use coupon code SHAMELESSPP in all caps at purepleasureshop.com.